0: Bye bye to every form of evil, bye bye to every form of evil, bye bye to limitations, bye bye to death, bye bye to sickness, bye bye to shame, bye bye to delay, bye bye to limitations, bye bye to the power of God in the name of Jesus. Welcome to the month of November. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Glory. (laughs) Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: Our
0: Father, we thank you so much. What an awesome service. It's always like that because you are here. Thank you so much. Thank you, King of Glory. Even as we enter the month of November, our month of ease, thank you so much for making things easy for us. Blessed be to Holy Name. You make motherhood easy for us, you make ministry easy for us, you make marriage easy for us. Father, we thank you, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Praise the Lord, It's going to be brief, by the help of the Holy Spirit. Yes, Peter Okay, sorry, Second Peter Chapter One Verse 2 Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied. So, grace and peace is not multiplied through prayers, through fasting, but through knowledge. Through the knowledge of God. Amen? We are still in in the season of dominion. Amen? Because will always be in charge. Amen? We will always be in charge. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ. The knowledge of God is very important. For us to have a successful Christian life, we must have the knowledge, the right knowledge of God we must have the right knowledge of God. First Timothy. First Timothy. We sang a song this morning that said God cannot lie. He cannot fail. This morning again we said something about God cannot punish us because our sins have been forgiven. That's the knowledge of God. If you don't have that knowledge, the devil will still put you under. First Timothy. First Timothy. 616. Who only had immortality, he's talking about God who only had immortality dwelling in the light, which no man can approach unto, whom no man has seen nor can see, to whom the honor and power everlasting amen. Praise the Lord. You are talking about God here, God is immortality. He dwells in light. Sometimes we begin to wonder, where is God? We say God is in heaven. And yet the Bible says he's bigger than heaven. Praise the Lord. God, I want to, by the help of the Holy Spirit, just say some few things about God. Because until we understand, we have the right knowledge of God, we'll still believe some lies from the devil. I wish Eve had the understanding, the right understanding, the right knowledge of God. He wouldn't have, she wouldn't have fall, fallen to the lie of the devil. We are talking about this God. We are talking about we are gathered here to worship. Dwells in light. He is immortality. He dwells in light, which no man can approach. no man has seen, nor can see. God dwells in light. God is not dwelling in heaven. Praise the Lord. God is not in heaven. He created heaven for man and he created the earth for man. Praise the Lord. He's bigger than heaven. Amen? I'm trying by the help of the Holy Spirit to just say a little. A little about God. Because until we understand this God, if he tells us something, we will not not believe. Because we take God as man. We see God. We simply will honor men more than God. In the book of Malachi, he said, see what you brought to me. Can you give your pastor that? See the way you dress, the church. Can you dress like that way you're going to see your president? No. If Buhari enters here now, everywhere will be erupted. People will be shouting, shouting, shouting. And yet they'll say, praise the Lord, so people cannot even say amen. We are talking about the,
1: this
0: God, His house is light. Amen. Amen. His house, the house of God is what? Light. God dwells in light. God is immortality. He dwells in light. That no man can approach. You can't approach. A creator is always a man that creates is always bigger than what he creates. Abi. Uh So God is bigger than heaven. We serve this God that has that has called us onto fellowship is bigger than heaven. Sometimes as ask, was God when He was creating heaven? A man once said, "Where did God come from? God come, came from nowhere. There was, there's nowhere to come from. His immortality that has been in existence?" Those are mysteries that it only takes the Holy Spirit for us to understand. Praise the Lord. We are talking about God Almighty. That when He tells us A, we choose to believe B more than the A. But because we don't, because we don't know Him, we don't know who He is. Angels are no God. They can't even stand before His presence. The Bible says the 24 elders, their heads, their faces are always on the ground, worshiping God. The day I had an encounter with Gabriel, when it was time to pray, he went on his knees. Me, I wanted to stand now, we can stand, we a really When it was time to pray to the Most High God, he went on his knees. It's a pity that other religions, they even honor. The God, they don't even know. They honor that Godmother. From my this, I used to see I will see this from the next compound to us is a church, and they hire these Muslims. Inside rain, I, would, I saw one of them praying. Inside hot sun, I see them praying. And they will do that thing, kneel down, stand up again, do like this. I used to come and I'll just be watching, watching them. And yet. We serve the real God. And these people do this to the God that is not even real. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Sometimes uh, we 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 are under grace. But we will, we will be able to assess so many things in our lives when we give God the honor due to Him. When we understand who God is, it will help our faith praise the lord god dwells in light his immortality an object some people call him uh, age they call him ageless he does not age he's always like that he remains like that praise the lord he's ageless he's, he has always been the way he is praise the lord praise the lord He is a God that told Moses. When Moses, the first time God ever mentioned his name, the first time God ever told man his name was when he told, Moses told him, when I get to Egypt and I, I, what do I tell them? Who do I tell them has said to me, God look at Moses. He has no name. It almost is when you get. They tell them, "I am that I am." Wow, what a name! That was the first time in history that God gave a name. Every other name in the Bible, man. Every other name in the Old Testament, man gave God as per experience as per encounter when he heals them they call him Jehovah
1: Jireh
0: Rapha when he supplies their needs, they call him Jehovah Jireh when he fights their battles they give him a name each time they encounter God they, they, it was man that was giving God's name Praise the Lord. Because it, they gave God name as far as their encounter with God. But when he spoke to Moses, you can see that name, I am that I am. Uh-uh. And Moses took the name to Egypt. Moses, took, who is the person that told you this? He said, I am that I am. Praise the Lord. I'm going somewhere this morning. Until we have the right knowledge of God, our faith, we might not be able to take steps of faith. I told you, until you have an encounter with God, you will not be able to take some steps. You will not take Him at His word. You will not believe Him. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This same God left his throne we know Jesus is God this same God that has planned everything out left his throne the second time God will give himself a name was in Jesus praise the Lord praise the Lord the second time God himself will give himself a name was in Jesus that is why that name, the Bible says, for he has highly exalted him. The him that God was talking about was himself. Praise the Lord. Sometimes Trinity is something that it takes the Holy Spirit for you to understand. Amen. It was still God that was that Jesus. It was still God that gave himself that name. He told the angel, the son that will be born, this is going to be the name because he will come, he has come to do what, to save his people. And then the book of Philippians, it said, for God has highly, after he has finished everything, the Bible says, for God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every other name. So God, the immortality, that dwells in light, that man cannot approach, made himself approachable. In Jesus, God came. You can, like just said this morning, when they touched the ark, because that was His presence he was dwelling in the ark. Because nobody can touch touch Him and leave. But in Christ Jesus, He made Himself available to man. Praise the Lord because of His love for man. Amen. John five 20. Like I said. I might not be able to say so much, but I'm trying to establish a little about God. Okay, let me say this. Have you ever thought when God parted the Red Sea, the day I washed the thing, as the sea was parting, the ground underground was coming up. Praise the Lord. As the water was dividing, the bottom of the sea the bottom of the sea was coming up came up to the level of man praise the lord praise the lord that is the god that has spoken to us so much in this world amen 3 john 5:21 four. Sorry, John five, verse four. John. five, verse four. Very, I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believeth on him that has sent me. Had everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death unto life praise the lord very 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 i say unto you he that heareth my word and believeth on him that has sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation but is passed from death unto life. Jesus was talking about His Father here. That if you believe, and Jesus was talking about the Father, He was talking about Himself. Please, I don't want you to be confused this morning. He said, "If you believe in Me, you have you have everlasting life, and you are passed from condemnation." Okay, you you will not commit unto condemnation, into condemnation, but it's passed from death unto life. You are passed from death unto life. How many of us believe it? How many of us believe these statements? That death has no authority over us? because we have passed from death to life. You honor a man, you respect a man that you you know how powerful he is. That's why I started by saying, God, the Almighty is light. And it wears in light that no man can approach. Perhaps God would have seen remained like that. Men would have seen honoured him the way they are supposed to honor him. But when the man came, in form of a man, and we saw him in the person of Jesus, familiarity came in. And people no longer honor God, they no longer take his word. That's why I started by establishing the fact that God is almighty. In that dispensation, we saw a God that, was, that did not take nonsense. But in this dispensation, we see a God that is so humble, a God that, that is so kind, a God that is so loving, and we decide to take him for granted. Praise the Lord. The Jesus we are taking for granted is still the Almighty. The Jesus we are calling anyhow is still the Almighty. Because until we see him in that light, we will not we will, we will not take his word if he says you are passed from life from sorry from death to life is his soul. his word is final our only to do what believe him John 8:2 he said you will know the truth and the truth will do what sets you free in John 8, 8, 8, 8 again somewhere is it six 28, Jesus sold, was telling his disciples, I, I must do the work of my father. And they asked, they told him, which you want to do this work? And he told them, the only work my father wants you to do is to do what? Believe him. Praise the Lord. Whatever he says, believe him. This morning, I'm talking on believe. The topic this morning is believe him. It my not make sense, Believe him This morning, about to five, a woman called me. She has been married for many, many, many joy. of trouble. Just delivered last night. Yeah. This a woman that's married for many years. We first get together. No. no child. And suddenly, sometime early this year, be last year, early this year, she called me and said, "See, what has happened?" So I went to see her. So this, this morning, she called me that she has delivered. Awesome. Amazing God. He told H-E-N, this same God told Abraham, Sarah is laughing at me. is there anything too hard for me to do? It's painful. When you have a child that does not believe in you, that chooses to believe your enemies, it's annoying and horrible. To have a child that does not believe in you but believes your enemy that is powerless that's what we are doing in the book of jeremiah he said something he said that he's a god of all flesh for god's sake he's god of all flesh is there anything too hard for him to do he has that question from a heart of should I say pain? Because God oh, is too so big. The oceans have door. These oceans, they have a door. Where all the water, go, back all the water. The day he decides that no more water on earth, he will command all of them, they will enter, he will lock the door, there will be no water.
1: The sky you'll
0: see, it's like cloth. The Bible says, He laid the sky like clothes. This sky, you, you are seeing, has pillars. Pillars. This same God. What is that thing that God cannot do? Nothing. Nothing. All He wants from man that He has chosen, He has brought into fellowship, He loves so much, He laid down His life, He did everything. All He wants from I and you is to do what? Believe in! It might not make sense, believe him. Sometimes we say we believe, but our words betray us. The day the Lord told me, if you must leave this house, you will leave this house by faith, if you must leave it. What did I do? I stood up and I started packing. I stood up and I started packing. Why was Abraham... uh, declared righteous the bible says abraham did what believed god he believed god and we are the children of abraham in christ jesus what has god told you believe him and one thing you should know believe is like a catalyst you can't believe and sit down no you have not believed you can't believe and your language does not change if your language does not change you, are, you are yet to really believe God. You can't believe God and sit down. No, you have not believed God. Believe is a catalyst. It makes you to do something. It, makes you, it forces you to do something, to take steps. Praise the Lord. God calls us for us to enjoy what He came in the form of man to do for us. All God wants us to do to enjoy these great blessings. They are talking about millionaires. Everybody here is a billionaire.
1: That's
0: what He said in His Word. In the Book of Job, He said He has made that gold like dust, gold like dust. Why are we not assessing it? Because we are hearing some things that we are not supposed to hear. Because even doubt and unbelief comes as a result of what you hear. Praise the Lord!
1: I want you to live here today
0: and sit down and look at the Word of God again. What, what did you say about me? What did you say? i've chosen to, to trust you now i've chosen to take you at your word until we know you know i started by telling us a little I've not with serenity about who god is pharaoh messed up too much he killed all the firstborn. pharaoh do 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 it, it's okay flies take over flies took over that that nation The Egyptians they saw for some miracles. They saw terror. Egyptians saw terror because they were messing up with the people of God. Today, I want you to know the same way God God loved the same way God loved uh, the Jews is the same way He loves you and I. All He wants us to do is to do what believe Him. Is believe? Will I say is believe too hard? Is it could be hard because we don't know the person that is giving what is talking to us. Praise the Lord because we don't know the person of God. It says, "I've given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. I've given you all things. things. Believe Him." He said, I bless you. Believe him. Like I said, believe. When you truly believe, it, it will change your language. Praise the Lord. We should not, let me tell you, we should not deceive ourselves. You can't say you believe God and you don't take action. Nobody has ever taken a step of faith and failed. Nobody. Nobody. In my own message, I told them Thursday. how a woman had my testimony. She was she had my testimony. How I, I we didn't have anything, we didn't have anything in the bank. Physically, we didn't have any money. And God told me, if you must leave this house, you will live by faith. I understood that one, which means I have to take action. Faith that does not believe that does not take action is not belief. Praise the Lord. Belief must always take action. There are several ways to take action. Do you know when you pay more than 10%, you are taking action concerning your job. You are saying, I will soon get a promotion. I will soon have an increment. There are several ways you can take action. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just gave you this. For people that don't pay tithes, you know, you can use your tithe to get things. God said 10%, Abhi. He said, God, from, from this money, Abhi, God, I want a bigger of this. There's somebody, there's somebody uh, from US, started giving me tithe of 1,000. Every week we send tithe of 1,000. I did not say, what. it's tithes now, it's 10% now. I'll pray for him. Before you know it, enter two thousand. I pray for him. Before you know it, enter 3,000. I pray for him. But let me tell you, for you to, for,
1: you can take a
0: step of faith, concerning your promotion in the office, concerning, yes, your promotion. Because promotion comes from, comes from where? It does not come from the north. It does not come from the south. It comes from here. Lord, this morning i i don't want this this salary anymore this is the salary i want to pay your
1: tithes.
0: Start paying your tithes. praise the lord Hallelujah. i know so many people don't like to hear that one so let me leave it praise the lord god has called us to do what to believe him i just realized I started struggling to pray in the night. I started struggling. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't know why. Until I discovered a scripture I've been praying every night. whoa It's me now that causes it. Every night I'll pray. Father, you are the one that gives it your beloved sleep. And I want to wake up and pray in the night. Yeah? Until I say, God. He gives his beloved sleep. And I'll pray, Father, thank you because you're the one that gives and his beloved. And I'll sleep, oh my God. And I'll wake up angry. Just like Joy said to she. praise the Lord. We sleep soundly at home, not knowing I'm the, I'm the one. Because his word cannot fail. God and his word are one. If he says anything, just like he works in the area of sleep, is the same way he works in every area. Praise the Lord. To so show sure you believe God, pick that scripture. Father, I, think I believe so much in that scripture. That's how it works for me, like magic. I'm still so sounding i wake up my eyes to behave me i wake up two o'clock pray my eyes will behave me oh my god i'll be i'll be walking around my heart too so that i go sleep but i've already thanked him that he gives his beloved sleep and now i want to be awake and pray praise the lord the word of god works Amen? amen tell yourself the word works just put it to work the first step, believe that word, declare that word. i just give an example. I never knew why. Before this time, if I take, if I take anything, anything to sleep, once it's time to pray, my eyes will be like this. I'll wake up and pray. I will not sleep, and yet I take something to sleep. But since I started thanking God for that scripture, the word of God works. Praise the Lord. We are called to believe God. I was studying during the week here and I wrote something. It said, believe is accepting something as true. Especially without proof. Without proof. You believe that thing is true. You, without proof. The Bible says Abraham believed God. There was no proof. His body. As he got to a point, he refused to look at his body anymore. He considered not his body. He, he refused to consider his body anymore when he was considering his body look at sarah he was considering he couldn't get isaac he got to a point he told himself is it not he began to he began to talk about God. abraham started talking about god praise the lord it he helps our faith talk about god oh is it god that exists by himself. He's the one that said this to me. He's a God. In that Romans 4, Abraham said something. He was talking about God here. I'll run on with that. Romans 4. He was trying to give us the understanding how he sees God. How you see God will help your faith. In the book of Numbers, I think 13 to 14. The 12 spies went to the land of Canaan to spy it. Then came with a negative report. What was the report? There are giants there that would destroy us. But two said something, Caleb and Joshua. They said, no, we know God. He cannot. Give us a land that will destroy us. Praise the Lord. We know God. He cannot give us a land that will destroy us. Two people. Ten people say, we saw giants there that will destroy us. Two people say, even if they are giants there, God cannot give us a land that will destroy us. Praise the Lord. So sometimes, try to look at God. Go to your face with anything. Romans uh, 4, I read from 17, as it is written, I have made a father of many nations before him whom he belied. Before him whom he belied. Even God who picked the dead and collect those things which be not as though they were who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded is that in your Bible? And being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able also to pass. The year is almost coming to an end. God has said so many things concerning us. A second is too big for God to do whatever he wants to do. But you must, be, you must be fully persuaded. But for you to get to the place of fully persuaded, you must know who God is. Abraham chose Abraham it that now. He said, God, who gives life to the dead? Ha! That is the biggest miracle. God who gives life to the dead. God gives life to the dead. Uh If God gives life to the dead, which means he can give life to my body. This body might be dead. If he gives life to the dead, which means he can give life to my body. He can give life to Sarah's body that is dead. Praise the Lord. That's why at the altar of meditation, miracles happen take time and think God take time and think God bring that issue and think God and bring God into it the issue here was that Abraham's body was dead but God, Abraham saw a God that gives life to the dead and cause those things are be nuts I don't need a proof to believe all I need is a word And the word will give you proof. Did you hear what I said? I don't need a proof to believe God. I need his word. His word will give you proof. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. You don't need a proof to believe God. But you need his word. And that word becomes a living proof. Give me glory. That's what all of us need. I've seen God do amazing things in my lifetime. I've seen God do amazing things. We are entering the month of ease. We are still in the season of dominion. You can't say you are dominating and you don't take steps of faith. A man of dominion takes steps of faith. God is looking for people that will trust Him and begin to take crazy crazy steps. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As we enter the month of ease, which is um, in a few hours time, we enter the month of November. The servant of God has declared here that this month shall be easy for me. So what do I do? I pick it up. I dance with that word. I declare that word. I, I run with that word. He told Habakkuk, write down, write it down so that you don't forget. Write down the dream and run with it. Let's run with this month of ease. He told us one Monday that it's going to make ministry easy for us. It was a beautiful word. He said we'll make ministry easy. If We don't need to struggle in ministry. And that was a wonderful word. So we wrote with it, Father, thank you for making ministry easy. What does it mean for ministry to be easy? As you speak, the people understand what you're saying. As they understand, they take steps of faith and things begin to happen. A small girl gave her this, gave her, gave her first fruits. Instead of giving 10%, she gave 20%. 10% was for the ministry, um, was for kingdom, for the kingdom, was for kingdom investment. While the other 10% was a normal tithe. The same month she gave that, she gave her first fruits, the next month she, you know, first fruits you don't even want Here, how many of us, the only person I know that has ever given first fruits in this ministry, I will not mention the person's name. No matter how the devil shook, that job is still in the person's hand. And then the next month, she brought up 10% for her tithe. She brought up 10% for kingdom investments. How many of us give? We say we trust God. When you trust God with your finance, you believe God that it's your source, you do those things. And then the next month, a multinational job came from nowhere to be laid down. Some of you have heard the testimony. Multinational job came. As that job came, before you know it, and that job came. Before you know it, and that job came was She was not struggling. She was not looking for a job. Joseph was coming because she trusted God with her finance. She believed God with her finance. When you believe, you take a step of faith. You don't believe without taking a step of faith. Praise the Lord. When we trust God with our finance, we will do crazy things for God with the money. Knowing that as you're releasing is coming, you're releasing the one that your source is bringing more. But we hold on to some things because we don't trust God that when I release that money, another one will come. We don't even trust God with our tithes. Because it is when it gets to so tithes that we know that we are under grace. We are no more under law. The people put it for you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Trust God, believe God for everything. If he says he has given us all things, we trust God, money included, which means that money that enters my hand, God gave it to me. So I gave him back the one to sow. I sowed the 10% back. I give him his work. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We are not giving to a God that lies. We are giving to a God that dwells in light. His house is light. He is the Almighty. He is a God that gives womb to a wombless woman. He is a God that gave life to Sarah's body. He is a God that did mighty things in the land of Egypt. Praise the Lord. We are entering a new month. Trust God. Like our secretary said, our year of uh, greater exploits, we still, we, it, it can still happen if we trust God. Let's trust God. Pick up those, pick up those promises and look and say, Lord, thank you because you're too big to fail. Thank you because you're too big to lie. He cannot lie. It's not in his character to lie, to say what he cannot do. If he said it, he will make it good. You are always trusting. You can even ask him, I've done that before. Lord, what can I use as a point of contact to trust you? You can release a point of contact. He told, in the days of famine, he told Isaac, sow, which means there's something about sowing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Trust God with your finance. Trust God with your body. Trust God, trust Him. If He said it, it is settled. We are talking about the Most High God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are talking about the Most High God. He cannot lie. He cannot fail. What he cannot do, does not exist. Let's be on our feet. What he cannot do, does not exist. What he cannot do, does not exist. He does not lie, and he will never fail. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to look at that issue. Just pick one issue that must happen between 9 and 31st. Look at that issue. We are talking about the God that asked. He said, he told Abraham, and Sarah is laughing. Is anything too hard for me? Is anything too hard for him? I told us on on Thursday how a woman was praying for her rent. The rent was you and she didn't know what to do, and she was praying. After praying, she heard, take a walk, and she took a walk with her dog. The dog was going, she was going to the park where she used to go and sit down there and relax. She got to her normal seat and sat down, the dog was still going. Normally the dog would stop there with her. But the dog refused to stop. The dog was still going. And the woman was calling on the dog. The dog refused to come back. And out of anger, she followed the dog. Followed the dog. Went to where? the dog got to his spot and stood. So the woman out of anger walked to that stop, to that where the dog uh, stopped. And behold, the dog was breathing on a brown envelope. It was just doing like this on that brown envelope. And the woman said, ah, the woman picked the brown envelope. It was money. Exact parents. There's nothing you trust God that He cannot do. Look at that issue between 9 and 31st. Don't carry, we are not carrying that issue into, into the new year. That issue must be settled this year. Because he serve a God that a second is too so big for him second is to be praise the Lord look at that issue and tell God hmm, like Abraham the God that collected those things are being lost you don't need to see it to believe God believe him then you will see it I want to look at that issue and when you go home write that issue get a paper write that issue and paste it somewhere and then write underneath that issue and say, this issue you are settled this year. You are not crossing over. You are not permitted to cross over to next year. Silently look at that issue. I would have said you should write it down here now. But many people don't have purpose. Write that issue that must be settled this year. This year. We serve the almighty. The Almighty, heaven is so big, it cannot contain Him. Show me that thing that God cannot do. It does not exist. As you're standing, I want you to look at, see that issue in your heart. Say it silently to yourself: This issue you are be, you are settling today. You are not this year. This year you are not crossing over with, with me to next year because I serve a mighty God. Tell that issue I serve a mighty God. Tell that issue I serve a mighty God. The God that is light. God is light. Too. He dwells in light. He is immortality. The trouble is Israel heard his voice in Mount forehead And they told Moses, please, you go and be talking to him. You will not come in. You will go and be representing us. The voice was like thunder.
1: They
0: couldn't stand it. But because he came in the person of Jesus, we don't want to believe him and there's nothing he cannot do. A second is too big to turn lives around, to do what he wants to do, because he created the second, he created time, so time is subject to him, look at that issue silently and say this issue you are not crossing over with me, because I serve a mighty God, I serve the almighty, that's my father. first of December when they call for testimonies you are going to share testimony Amen. 31st of December when we, when we gather here your testimony will be one of them all I want you to do today is believe God if you can't just believe God your testimony will be among those testimonies nobody ever believed God Jesus name. As I believe in God, oh, everybody knows. Say not true. Oh, as I believe God, oh, even the devil knows. Say are you dare it. Chase. Even the devil knows, so he cannot stop you. As yes. I believe
1: in God, oh, even the devil knows. Say not true. As I saw
0: believe in God though, everybody knows. Oh, say now you dare, yes. as I saw believe in God though, I saw believe in God though, and put the I believe in God, oh, everybody
1: oh, you you Are you the Are you the
0: Are Amen. We are going to take our, please lift up your hands. If you wrote something we off, we did not write anything, just lift up your right hand. Father, you said in your word, join us and pray that prayer. Join us and pray that prayer. Don't cheat yourself. Raise uh, your right hand. If you have written something, that thing you wrote, you can leave. If you have not written it, when you get home, write it. Father, you say it too shall agree. Over any matter, over anything doesn't matter because to you there's something that is big. Today I stand on your word. The word we told Abraham. Is anything to hard for me. Now, do Abraham. By this time, and it became so. Lord, I stand in agreement with every one of us here today. We stand in agreement with that word, that word, that word, the book of Genesis. We agree, stand in agreement with that word as our right hand is being lifted up here. By 31st of December, 2021 20, when we shall be gathered here when all of us be gathered here for crossover service that matter would have been a forgotten matter
1: in the name of jesus christ
0: i declare in agreement with god the god of all flesh that there's nothing too hard for him we agree with that word that whatever that thing that we don't want to cross into next year. Lord, it ends this year in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. That issue ends this year. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm talking about that thing that you don't want to see again. I'm talking about that issue that must be settled this year. I'm talking I want you to be very clear. Lift up your right hand. Father, in agreement with your word, the word you spoke to Abraham. That is anything too hard for you? I'm sure Abraham looked at you when you said that word, and Abraham believed you. Lord, today, in agreement with your word, I come, O Lord, standing in Matthew eighteen eighteen, that said, if we can agree. Two of us can agree. The whole of us here, we agree with that word. You see, we can just agree with you. That issue is settled. Today, we agree with you. And I declare, that issue is settled in Jesus' name. That issue is settled in Jesus' name. That issue is settled in Jesus' name. name. Thank you, my father. Bless a bit of holy name. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray,
1: amen.
2: Lord, Hallelujah. you may be seated it's time for the wisdom school. I'd like us to bow our heads and let us pray in Jesus' name. Our Father and our God, we thank you for this privilege, oh God, to gather and to fellowship with you. Daddy, we thank you because. You are here in our presence. You are here in our midst. We give you praise. We ask, oh God, that your words that we hear today will transform our lives to the glory of your holy name. Sweet Holy Spirit, the general overseer of this great commission, we acknowledge your presence. Thank you for your taking charge. Blessed be your holy name. We give you all the glory, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to look at the topic this morning. If you have this book, Grace Amplified, you open to page page ninety-two, chapter six. The topic this morning is a grace upon grace, justification by grace. Praise the Lord, because we cannot talk talk about justification without grace. Whenever you thought whenever you hear justification grace must be there because grace is, the, is what we, the dispensation we are in now and that the, let us first of all look at the um the book of luke 18 verse 19 to 14 luke 18 19 to 14. Praise the Lord. Luke 18 verse 19, sorry, verse 9 to 14, sorry, 18 verse 9 to 14. And I read, it says, To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. God, I thank you that I am not like other men, like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and give a tenth of all I get. But the tax, coll- the tax collector stood at a distance, he wouldn't look, would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified because, before God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Praise the Lord. I want us also before we go to the first There, I want us to, to quickly go to the book of Romans five, verse one to eleven. The book of Romans five, verse one to eleven, and I read, it said, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have gained access by faith into this great grace in which we now stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character and character hope and hope does not disappoint us. Amen. Because God has poured out his love into our hearts, that by, that by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. You see, a just the right you see, at just the right time, when we are still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man. For a good man, someone might possibly dare to die, but God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. Since we we have not been justified by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? For if the Lord. Verse 10. For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Praise the Lord. Through, now, you see, through whom we have now received reconciliation. And I want to ask this morning, little, if, you have, if you have the answer please to tell us, what is the meaning of justification from all what we read this morning? Who can tell us the meaning of the word justification? Can anyone help us? What is justification? Praise the Lord. Justification is the action of declaring or making righteous in the sight of God. I have so many many definitions here. Justification is the action of declaring or making righteous in the sight of God. It is the act by which God moves a willing person from the state of sin that is injustice to the state of grace that is justice. Justification is God's righteous acts of is God's righteous act of removing the condemnation, guilt and penalty of sin by grace while at the same time declaring the unrighteous to be righteous, through faith in Christ, in Christ's atoning sacrifice. See, before I started, I first of all told us that you cannot talk about justification without grace. Justification is God's declaration that a sinner is righteous through the work of Jesus Christ that a sinner is righteous through the work of Jesus Christ. Not through what we do or through what we did. If we are a a, a righteous person, just like the one he said, I said justification is God's declaration that a sinner is righteous through the work of Jesus Christ, through what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary, through his shed blood. Now I us look at the book of Romans, verse five, 5, 16 to 18, Romans chapter 5 verse 16 to 18, please if you are there, quickly read for us, Romans chapter 5 verse 16 to 18, anybody there, okay let me read, praise the Lord. He said, "Consequently, just as the result of one trespass was, con- was condemnation for all men, so also the result of one act of, one act of righteousness was justification that brings life for all men. Praise the Lord." Now, what was? If we look at the book now, yeah, that is said. That is said, when you look at uh, Acts chapter 13, verse 13, uh, 33 through 39, you will notice that true believing will receive forgiveness of sins. Verse 38 of that same Acts chapter six, uh, six, uh, 13, uh, verse, chapter 13, sorry. Chapter 13, verse 8, it says we, we are justified. Justification is more than forgiveness. It is not to be be cleared of all blame and to be free from every charge. In an earthly court, a a judge cannot both forgive a man and justify him at the same time. For if he forgives him, then the man must be guilty and therefore he cannot be justified. On the other hand, if he justifies him, he does not need forgiveness. God, however, understands both to forgive the sin and to justify the sinner. That is, to forgive the guilty and condemned sinner and to place him in a new position where there is no charge against him at all. Praise the Lord. You see? Just like we are all here, we cannot, we cannot be condemned. Nothing can condemn us again. That's why in the book of Romans 8 verse 1, the Bible says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Just know them, we are going somewhere. Don't say I'm rushing it. We are going somewhere. The Bible says in Romans eight verse one says there is therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And the verse two now gave us the reason for that. Say, verse two said we tell the we tell verse 2 said the reason. It said because through Christ Jesus the law of the spirit of life sets me and you free from the law of sin and death. Praise the Lord. Now look at it now, say, once upon a time, because you no, know, we have been justified. It's not true it's not what we did. It's not true from what we are doing. I came across a lady some time ago. She said, we were talking. Even though at that time, I have not known the word of God very well. Had it been, if I knew that time, I would, have, I would have given her, you know, I would have told her so many things. She, We were talking and she said, hmm. She said you cannot go to hell. I said, yes. Uh, the little I knew, I knew that time, I said, yes, if you know who you are in Christ Jesus, you cannot go to hell. But she said, not even that one, no. She said that because she pays her tithes all the time. I said, eh, because you pay your tithes. So, so that, that, this made you, you not have the confidence that you, will not, you cannot go to hell because you pay your tithes. You see, it was when I was reading this book, and I realized, okay, this is what I would have told them. Uh, that's that her name, a I said, I've told her. I said, it is not because you pay your tithe. It's not even because of what you do or you fast every day. Some people will say, I fast uh, this, this year. We are going to fast for hundred days, and you will see them fasting and also having hatred in their mind, in their hearts. You no, know, the, the, no love in them, and you will say you're fasting. No, I was I was like, this is what I would have told a that time. A deity said that she cannot she can't go to hell no because she pays her tight all the time. You see, when you have when you have this this kind of thought, that means you are thinking that it is you are going to hell, sorry, you are going to heaven because of what you feel or because of what you are doing. We are the Bible said. That we are justified through faith in Christ Jesus. Through what Jesus Christ did for us. And remember, if you don't have faith, if you don't believe that Jesus died for you on the cross of Calvary, let me tell you, that person is not justified because you don't know that Christ has done all this for you, that what you are enjoying, what where you are going to you are going to heaven is because of what Jesus Christ did for us. Praise the Lord. And look at here now, how can we be justified? How can we be justified? Yes, can someone tell us? Or how are we justified? Praise the Lord. How are we justified? I say something now. How are we justified? Thank you so much. Yes, we are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. We are justified by faith in Jesus Christ. In Galatians 6, 6 verse 16, the Bible says the righteous will be, the righteous live by faith faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are justified through faith, uh, by faith in what Jesus Christ has done for us. We are justified not by what we did. We are justified not by what we are doing. We are justified by what Jesus did for us on the cross of Calvary, praise the Lord. Sometimes, uh, if, you do, if you, after reading this book, you will sit down and you think of it a sinner you know all of a sudden you you heard the word that that you'll be justified you will be asking yourself some questions what did i do he did not do anything It's what jesus christ did for you out of what out of his love out of the love he has for us praise the lord the, the Word of God makes it clear that no one is justified by his own efforts or works. When we look at the book of Romans 3 verse 20, Galatians 2 verse 16 and 3 verse 11, this was a partial error made by the Pharisees in, in our, in our lost parable in the book of Luke 10 verse 11 through 12. Remember what the Pharisee was saying? He said he pays his tax, he he does this one, he does the other one. The other other one was there, no, acknowledging that he has sinned. Acknowledging that, no, when you acknowledge that you have sinned and you ask Jesus to you believe that what Jesus did for for us on the cross of Calvary, you have been what? You have been saved you have been justified. Praise the Lord. And when we look, sometimes, once upon a time, then I, I, was, I was a Catholic. One day, one Christmas period like this, I came back from school. You know, as a Catholic, you have to, for you to receive the Holy Communion, you must go for confession. So that, that night, I think I came back from school late. You no, know, and I could not go for confession. I, I, that very day. That was a, a, an evening service, mass. I, I received, I went and I received the Holy Communion. And I was coming back. I did not see one plank like this, no? I was coming back, that plank hit me here. The first thing that came into my mind is, ah! God is punishing me because I did not go for confession. And I received the Holy Communion. Do you know that some people are still living that life up to now? Some people are still living that kind of life. When we, when we, when we traveled, they, you know, uh, then the, um, there was lockdown, and people were saying because of the coronavirus, people were saying ah, that God brought these punishments on every on on people that they sin is so much, this and that. I thank God because of what I told them that I said, God, our God is not a wicked God. Our God in any way will not be punishment or any kind of sickness on the people who He created and who He also died for. I said that that day. I said, He, had, he died for us. That, show, that, that is enough, of, enough no, of the kind of love He has for us. I said, He cannot bring any, any form of um, punishment or any kind of sickness upon us. And I don't know if they believe, huh? But well, thank God I have said what what I know. I told them that day. So, no works of our of ours, no good resolutions or reformation can justify us or contribute one little bit to our justification. He say not not no works of ours. Not if you like, uh, some people will find Simony. 100 days, 70 days, you know, some of them will say, I will, I, I will go for a deliverance, I will do this one, I will do the other one, so that they will be free from whatever thing that is disturbing them. We, are, we have been justified, we have been justified. It is left for us to do what, to have that consciousness that we have been justified. No good resolutions or reformation can justify us or contribute one little bit to our justification. Some people will say I like just like we are entering into another year. Now this year I will not do this one, I will not do the other one. I will be this one, I will be, I will be the other one. But you've forgotten that you, all, all those things you say you are you, you will not do, yes, they are not they are, if they are bad, okay. you forgetting that you cannot do all those things on your own forgotten that all those things you cannot do them on your own submit to the holy spirit and you see all those things will be you'll see how you'll be either you'll be away from it the, the bad ones the good ones you'll see how you plunge into it and you'll start doing, doing it even, even sometimes there are some things you will do like this ah I, I, I did this is because you are conscious of who you are in christ jesus praise the lord it is as though a murderer feeling sorry for his crime will do all the good deeds possible and will be justified in the eyes of the law and saved from the executioners. All the good deeds of a sinner can do nothing towards his justification. Praise the Lord. All the good deeds of a sinner can do nothing towards his justification. Now, I now said, yeah, we have benefits. Benefits of justification. What are those things that that we gain our benefit from justification. Number one, we say we are justified by God. We are justified by God. Romans 3, 26 says, he did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in him if you don't have faith in christ jesus you are not justified if you don't have faith that jesus died for you i'll I'll keep saying it you you are not justified first of all you have to acknowledge that jesus died for you on the cross you have to acknowledge that jesus died for you and have the faith that nothing that nothing can condemn no one can condemn you Once, once upon a time I, I one day I just started singing a song that said in Ibo they said it says um, that I cannot be condemned. Nothing can condemn me. No man, no woman can condemn me. You know when you have this consciousness, you know that nobody can condemn you. Not even what you say, on. The, on the, some people will say, ah, um, I have my their legs are aching. They may probably stepped on something. Nothing can harm you, The like Bible said, nothing shall by any means harm you, if you know who you are in Christ Jesus. It's just like what happened to me that day, when I was, when that headache came, I thank God, some people will start shouting, no, doing all sorts of things, but I know that because I have faith in Christ Jesus, I know what he did for me, I cannot have that kind of sickness in me. I start declaring the word of God, and the word of God saved me, praise the Lord. The first one said we are justified by God. The second one said we are justified by grace. We are justified by grace. Praise the Lord. Without doing anything to merit it all. Without doing anything. It's not even not that I am I observe this, I observe the other one. No. We are justified by grace. We all know that. We all know that grace is the power of God available to meet our needs without any cost to us. It is received by believing rather than through human efforts. Grace. You no, know, like, if someone acts you, just say, simply say it's an unmerited favor. Because the favor you are enjoying, you do, not, you do not merit it. So we are justified by grace. It's not that I merited it or I did something for, uh, to get it. No, it is by the love of God for us. Praise the Lord. Romans 3 verse 24 also says, And are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. We are all justified freely freely not by anything we did we are justified freely by his grace by the grace of god through the redemption that came by jesus christ through what jesus christ did for us on the cross of calvary through his shed blood praise the lord we have been justified freely without doing anything to deserve it now you have the third one the third one says we are justified by blood we are justified by blood now what does it mean to be justified by his blood what does it mean to be justified by his blood pastor dad you want to help us praise the lord what does it mean to be justified by his blood? Okay, we have been discharged, sorry. If we go to the book of... Okay, we have been discharged and acquitted by his, by his blood, by the blood of Jesus. Jesus. Jesus took our place upon the cross. That's what the Bible says in the book of Isaiah 53 verse verse 5. he says, the punishment that brought us peace was upon Jesus. And he goes for, it says, by his stripes we are healed. So we are justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus does so many things for us. The blood of Jesus does so many things for us. It washed away our sins. It set us free from every form of condemnation, so we have been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. In the New Testament, the blood of Jesus is shed for our sins and we we have forgiveness through faith in his blood. Jesus died publicly to show mankind his righteousness for the remission of sins. That is said I say a holy god must have a righteous basis on which to justify ungodly sinners and this is found in the blood of Jesus on the cross praise the lord man as a condemned sinner can only atone Romans 3 verse 23 for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god for all have sinned and fought out, out of the glory of God. We are all sinners. We, we, we are all sinners. We sinned. And the blood of Jesus, those did what, washed away our sins and set us free. So we have been justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. God's law demands that all must die. God's law demands that all must die God you know God so loved us however, that through the death of his son who took our place upon the cross, all the righteous demands of the law against the sinner have been fully met and all the claims of God's holiness have been satisfied. Praise the Lord. The blood of Jesus is so powerful. the blood of Jesus did this for me for I and you. The fourth one said, we are justified by faith. We are justified by faith. Jesus has done all this things for us. He shed his blood for us, and he set us free. We are justified by blood. If you don't have faith in, in what he has done for you and I, if you don't have faith in it, in what he has done for us, we are not justified. Someone cannot go in and do something for you probably and you don't believe on that person if anyone goes and does something for you and you don't believe on that on that person you are that means you don't, you don't, you don't even and um, um, you don't show any any um, any remorse you don't you don't you don't value what the person did for you that's the same that's what happens here if you, are, if you don't have the faith that Jesus has done all these things, that He shed His, his blood for us, he, he, by His strength you are healed, all those things. If you, don't have, if, if you don't value it, you cannot be justified. If you don't value it, you are not justified. If you value it, that means you have faith that look at what Jesus Christ did for me, I am, I, I am enjoying it. And because that's what we are doing, through faith we are enjoying what Jesus Christ has done for us because we have faith in what He has done done for us. Praise the Lord. The one human condition for being justified is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. The one human condition for being justified is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. I've said it. Romans 3 verse 22 through 28. And compare Romans 5 verse 1 verse 5 sorry Romans chapter Romans chapter 4 verse 5 and Galatians 2 verse 16 I don't know if you can go through it now please you have to go through it it says Romans 5 verse 1 Romans 4 verse 5 and Galatians 2 verse 16. Now let's go to the the fifth one. We are justified by restoration. Praise the Lord. Okay, what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross of Calvary, His death and His resurrection. Romans 4.25 says, He was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Jesus' resurrection was a proof that God was okay with what what Jesus did for us. We were restored by His sacrifice. We we were restored by His sacrifice. By By all those wounds that Jesus had, we were restored. We were restored through His death and resurrection. We were all restored. Praise the Lord. Now, I would like us to have this consciousness that we cannot, you, if you don't have the belief that Jesus died for you on the cross of Calvary, if you don't have the, uh, the, the belief, if you, have, if you don't have faith in Him, we are, you are not justified. So we have to have the consciousness in, our, in us, wherever we are, every day, every moment, that we are justified not by what we did, we are justified not by what we are doing, We are only justified through faith in Christ Jesus, through what he did for us, through his death on the cross of Calvary, through his resurrection, through his blood, through the grace of God, we are all justified. And I would like us to have the consciousness and please help others whenever they are saying all sorts of things. Some of them will say, I remember of a woman who says, that anytime he, he son, anytime she doesn't do a particular thing, she says she will start having one feeling. Anytime you you don't do a particular thing, you start having one feeling, and before you know it, sickness will come, and because you are you are calling for that sickness now. Remember, what you call for is it, what will come for you. So let us have the consciousness that you have been justified. We cannot be, we cannot. nothing can in any way condemn us. We cannot be condemned. And the Bible said, who will not condemn us? Is it Jesus Christ who is it God who justifies us? Is it the one that will condemn us? So we cannot be condemned. We are no, no we will never be condemned because God in his infinite mercy loves us. The Bible said in the beginning, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Who are those people in the world? You and I. He so much loves us. So we cannot be condemned. Praise the Lord. I would like us to stop here. Let us have it in mind that the benefits of justification is that one, we are justified by God. We are justified by grace. We are justified by blood, uh, by the blood of Jesus Christ. We are justified by faith. We are justified by resurrection through Jesus' death and we are justified by res- restoration. Sorry, through Jesus' death and resurrection, we cannot be condemned. Let us have the consciousness that we have been justified. Let us have the consciousness that the grace of God. Is the one doing all things for us. It's not through what we did. It's not through, it's not by what we are doing, but by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. Is there any question? Is there any um, addition? Any addition, please? Is there anything you would like us to probably, I did not take it in the, the, exactly the way I really, you have it in your mind. Can you please come and enlighten us more here, please? Praise the Lord. Anyone? No. Pastor Dan, Pastor John. Any, any? Is there any addition? Please come and let us know. Please, any addition? Bro, please. Any addition? Bro, do you breathe? Mommy, I don't want to call you. I know now. Nah. <laughs> Bro, do you, you can escape. Okay, sorry. Any addition? Okay, Pastor Dan. Okay. Thank you so much.
3: Hallelujah. Amen. And you ask that how? can we know that we are justified by faith? How can we know? For well, I'm speaking for like somebody like my dad here now. You need to really understand what we are saying because it's not just you you believe with your heart that jesus christ is lord and you confess with your mouth it means that confession automatically catapults you into the realm of life now you live there but it seems like everything that is happening around you is still the same you keep seeing the same faces the same lifestyle but something is happening inside you and now from daddy's book he's teaching us how do you know that you're justified that day you opened your mouth and said that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ you believe in his righteousness in your heart that very day you were justified and as you made that declaration you were justified that automatically he gave you his life that life that came to you is what. That is telling us that his justification has been declared righteous by God. He no longer holds anything against me. Now that is now analyze the benefit of all the justification. Now, but how can you now live in that consciousness every day to know that this is the life? Apostle Paul told us in that Galatians that you said we should read. Apostle Paul gave us the answer there because he says, "I for I am crucified with Christ." He acknowledged the fact that now that I have confessed him and I believe in him, my life I have been crucified with him. When he was crucified on the cross, I was with him. He said, but nevertheless, I live now. So this life that I now live in the flesh, he says, I live by faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So he's teaching us how to constantly live our faith in Christ Jesus. So that I will know that I'm not the one walking on the road. It's Christ that is at work in me. It's no longer that man that before I accept before I believed in my heart, I was. That guy that was, everybody knows that this is a failure. But now failure has been crucified on the cross. I'm not carrying success around Jesus Christ. He's telling me now let me, that is teaching us that let us be conscious of that life. As I walk around, I confess it, even if I'm seeing negativity around me, that is not me anymore. So our consciousness of that confession, as we keep saying it, that okay, Christ is alive in me. You are confessing your justification. I just wanted to explain in a way that Baba can understand why we keep saying the things we say here. You know, so that he gets a clearer picture. Now that you are sitting there, you are justified. God is not holding anything against you. You are his son. You have his life in you. So all you need to do is to keep remembering that, that yes, I am a child of God. I carry the life of God in me. You are, you are confessing who you are. That's the life of faith he's talking about. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord.
2: Thank you so much, Pastor Dan. You've said it all. I also said it here a a bit. So be be conscious of who you are in Christ Jesus. Keep saying it, keep saying it, and keep saying it. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning for your word. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you praise. Thank you for this morning for transforming our our minds. Thank you for renewing our minds. Thank you for everything. Thank you for your word we have that it will not be robbed from us in the name of Jesus. Sweet Holy Spirit, we thank you for your help. You will be helping us to be conscious of who we are in Christ Jesus. You will be helping us to be conscious of what Jesus did for us on the cross. You will be helping us to know that we are just to, to live that life talk and behave that we are justified in christ jesus we are no longer condemned father we give all the glory thank you father for doing the rest of the service thank you for taking charge thank you for your presence say may your name O lord be highly glorified magnified forever and ever for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen praise the lord